0: Good evening. Welcome back. Climbing our days in Sfirah Sa'omer and climbing the daf in Yavamos. Maseches daf We are at the first of the very long lines in and bays all the way all the way toward the bottom. And we had said in our Mishnah, Echad Ger ve that it seems to be that the halachos of a ger, of a convert, are similar to that of an Evid Meshukrar. Now, let's just be super clear. An Evid has multiple moments of Mikvah. When they first become an evid to become uh, from a goy to the halachic status of an evid, which is similar to that of a woman, they have to go to the mikvah. When they become a to be totally Jewish, that's another mikvah, another Kabbalah ha mitzvah. So what we're talking about here is this second mikvah go of the of the evid is compared to the gear. Because Sal what I might have thought is that what we're talking about that's similar between a gear and an evid meshukhrar is the of ol mitzvos, that the kabbalah ha mitzvos. Of the ger has to be present, and so too by the Evid meshuchra that there has to be Kabbalah ha and, and the Gemara says that's not necessarily true because we have a brisa that doesn't agree with this inference. We're minhu the brisa says Bamed <laughs> Varma When do we say that there's Kabbalah ha That's only true by a ger. Aval, look at this black and white. The ain't So how can you say in our mishnah echad ger ve-echad? Evid meshuchrar that they have the same din of kabbalah s'amitzos. The brisa says that that's not true. The brisa says that kabbalah s'amitzos is only true by a ger, but it's not true by an evid Meshukhar. To that, the gemara answers: Amar of sheishes four lines from the bottom mem zayin and Lokasha, that is not a difficulty. Harab ben Lazar, Harabanan. This is a machlokas tana'im as to whether or not there is a need for kabbalah semitzvos by the Evid Meshukrar as he is being freed from an Evid kenaani into a full fledged Jew. Do we need? Uh, do we need kabbalah semitzvos at that point? Yes or no? So let's see what the machlokas is. The Gemara says the Tanya. There's a brisa. The brisa speaks about aishas yifas torah that she cries for 30 days for her father and mother. Today we'll be speaking extensively, somewhat extensively about this unique din in Chumash that you can take a POW, a woman who is beautiful from war. You can uh, you can even marry her. However, you have to go through a significant set of steps. We're going to learn about how many days it, is. it says, Yerach Yom and does Yerach mean, Yerach is a Chodesh. Okay, we'll discuss this in the Gemara, a bunch of sheitas as to what Yerach means. And we know she has to do something with her nails and hair. We'll discuss that too. Let's get there. So in regards to this woman, she's basically an Eved, right? She, she's an Eved. You captured her. She's going to be an Evid, and then if you want to free her to marry her, she has to be an Evid Meshukhra. So that's where, where the comparison comes in. So with the Ashes Yifas Toar, does she need Kabbalah sa Says the Gemara three lines from the bottom, Bamedvar Shalo kibla Aleha. So that's when there are limitations. Aval aleha. If in fact she is mitzvos upon herself, Matbilo then she is um, able to be married immediately. Now, this immediately does not override Yerach Yamim. The Rishonim point this out. The commentaries on the side explain that what we're just saying is that she's now eligible. But in order for her to become shukrar, for her to become free, Mishukhraris, for the grammatically correct people, so then to, for her to become Mishukhraris, she needs to have Kabbalah Mitzvot. That is the shita of the uh, of the Tanakama, but Rabb Shimon ben Elazar Omer, no, she does not need Kabbalah samitzvos when she is becoming a mishuch reres. Kolfil might shifchos, v'choser might be shichror, that she can be forced to go to the mikvah the first time to become a shifchan eved kananis, and then she can be forced again to go to the mikvah to become a shachreres to become a regular Jew. Tapa memches manal if muter Here too, she would be permissible, and this is the machlokas. Yes, there is, a, uh, there are those who say that by being mishachre and eved, that they need kabbalah samitzvos that's the sheet of the Tanakhama. That's the sheet of the Chachamim. And Rav ben Elazar is of the opinion that there is no need for there to be any Kabbalah mitzvos by the Esha Sifastor. Omar Rava, my time with the ben Elazar, why would he be so lenient to say that this woman does not need any uh, Kabbalah mitzvos when she is going through the process of shikhur? So says the Gemara on the top of Memches Aleph. Muralaf, because the Pasak writes, Kol Eved Ish Miknas kesem. Let's learn the whole Pasuk. If you have it on the side, join along. Otherwise, I'll read it out loud. The Eved ish miknas umalta If you have an Eved and he's uncircumcised, no good. You cannot eat the Korban Pesach. How do we know that from the Pasuk? The Pasuk says that once umalta, then us. only afterwards are you able to... So what does that mean? That if a man owns an Eved and the Eved is, is an Ariel, he cannot benefit from the Korban Pesach. That's a Pasuk in Chumash. So what's the deal from this? Line three ever ish velo isha says the Gemara. Can it be that the Avadim must belong to a man? But if they belong to a woman, then the din doesn't apply. Of course, that's not the case. Ella, what then is shot in the pasuk of kol eved ish miknas keset, kaset. So says the Gemara. Ella ever ish atamal bal korcho, When it comes to an eved who is uh, who is under you, you he's your he's your employee, he's your eved. So then you can circumcise him, and we need to insert here. He does need. He does not need kabbalah semit. So you can force him into into his uh, status of shechur bal korcho even against his will. Doesn't matter. We don't need his permission. That's Shitahs Reb Shimon ben Elazar who says that there's no need for shechur, which he learned from this pasuk. ben you cannot circumcise someone else's son bal korcho. This is the sugya. What kind of shlichus do you need to get by a bris? I did this for all three brises today. Uh, I, one of them, the father was a goy, so you don't have to ask Rishus from him. I function as Bezdin and I like kind of take over. The mother gives her It's understood, it's implied, but really the father, there is no father. So therefore I am representative of Bezdin to do that bris. But typically speaking I need to get Rishus. So I have a whole little speech, you know, really you should be up here and scrubbing in and then everybody laughs. Okay, and then they appoint me as their messenger. So you have to pick up the scalpel, you have to not well okay, this is the whole siken how to be mamana. Fine. But anyways, I can't do that bris without me You cannot do someone else's bris. So that's what the Gemara says is the distinction. Shita, number one, and the reason why Reb Shimon ben Elazar holds that when it comes to Shikra, that you can uh, force the person to convert even without Kabbalah S'mitzvahs is because of this Pasuk, that when it comes to the evet, uh, as it relates to a, a, uh as it relates to Korban Pesach, you can force the person to uh, to have a bris. And we assume that that is equivalent to not just having a bris, but also Kabbalah S'mitzvahs. Well, that's a good marimakom. And in fact, it's such a good marimakom that what are the rabbanan going to do? The rabbanan say that you do need kabbalah samitzvahs, but how can you say that, that you need kabbalah samitzvahs after this drasha? The rabbanan, what do they do with this? So the Gemara says, mem ches of six lines down, amar ula kishem she'i mal ben ishbal korcho, just like you cannot circumcise another person's son against his will, kach ishbal korcho, no, you've learned the Pasuk the wrong way. The halacha is that you cannot do a circumcision on an ebed. You cannot force his hand. Says the Gemara back to the Rabbanu, call That's not true. The Pasuk says, all avadim. How can you say that you're just, you're, that that's not, you don't even make any sense. How can you say that there's no din of forcing this person? It seems from the Pasuk that you're allowed. Says the Gemara, because when the Pasuk is talking about that ebed, it's not talking about what you think it is. Ahu, the Rabbanu's understanding of the case of al-Korcho is, What's a shmuel. Say to Amar avdo, Hamafkir, uh, excuse me. avdo Fascinating. din, normally, when you have an eved and you want to be meshacher him, you need a get. However, if you are mafkir him, again a different mechanic, right? We're not talking about get, where we're saying I want to disown you and make you free. We're just mafkir. It's a different mechanism, right? So, if I mafkir him, he goes to chirus and he does not need a get where do we know this din from? Shene Kol Eved Ish kesif. Shmuel uses the same pasuk that that Rabbi Shimon used to learn his shita. The Rabbanan used to teach the, the, the din of Shmuel. Eved Ish asks the Gemara below. Eved Isha would the halacha be true only if the master was male and not female? No, that's of course not the case. Ella, how do we understand the pasuk? Of uh, that is teaching us the din about mafkir. Ella says the Gemara. Eved she yeshlo reshus the rabo. kar, eved. reshus la rabo. en kari eved. A one you have total control over. That person's an eved, and you can be. You can free him without a get. When you don't have control over, that person's not an eved by definition. If you have an eved, you have to be able to be mafkir him, and that's what Shmuel learns out for the puzzle. So the rabbanon has a shita. They uh, they're able to substantiate their claim, and this remains the machlokas between the chachamim and Reb and ben Elazar in regards to whether or not during the process of shikror if the Eved must have Kabbalah and mitzvos, yes or no but the Gemara has a problem with this third of the way down mm-hmm. I could understand the sheath of the Rabbanon that you require Kabbalah and mitzvos be Yifas torah. why? because this Yifas torah is a complete Goya she is not interested in Judaism at all you captured her she's not interested in your religion she's a POW so it says the Gemara by the Yifas To'ar she's She's you, you plucked someone out of the middle of another planet. I just got a phone call on the way here. I actually returned a phone call. Uh, this woman is a total like, Not Nothing shaykh to Yiddishkeit. So if I capture like, um, yeah, you need kabbalah mitzvos because before we bring you in, you need to know a little bit about what's going on. So it says the Gemara, I could understand why the Rabbanon would say that the Esha Shifas Torah needs some kabbalah mitzvos. She has to have some shaykhs to Yiddishkeit, and she doesn't. the But when it comes to an evet, who's already an Eved kanani? He's already the Eved. He's already Chayv in mitzvahs like a, like a woman would be. So then maybe the rabbis here, even in this case, would agree that there is no requirement for Kabbalahs and mitzvahs. where would we make such an assumption from? Because what does our b'risa say? If you have a Ger or someone who is purchasing an Eved from a non-Jew, What's the diyuq? Halokeach Israel ain't Sarakhla lekabel. When you're purchasing from a Jew, that then his eved is an eved kinnani. He's partially Jewish already, like a woman would be. So says the Gemara. Then there's no kabbalah. Beautiful raya. And how money? Who says the Gemara? Money? Who would the author of this be? It must be that it's only one way. Irub Shimon. It can't be Hamir Shimon ben lazar. He says Amar lokeach mina akum nami hin sarach lekabel. Ela must what must it be? Allah, it must be that this bry says Rabbanu Shmaya mina lokeach mina akum sarach so we say we say beautifully over here in the Gemara that the question is being asked against the, the Chachamim. The Chachamim seem to say uh, that when the person is already partially Jewish in that they're an Eved Kenani, they have the status of uh, of, Yid- of, the, of, the, of the of a woman's in Halacha. Again, no time bound mitzvahs uh apply, but all time, ban- otherwise, no time-bound mitzvahs uh, <laughs> I'm already oh, that's confused. That's She's completely. He is completely exempt from all time bomb mitzvot. So, that, with that person is sarach Kabel. So says the Gemara. If that's true, that they agree in the case of an eved kenani, then what do we do with the case we started with today, with our opening line? We started with the line on the first wide line of mem zayin of echad ger ve eved meshachar. So says the Gemara. Ve elakasha echad ger ve echad ve eved meshuchrar. So how do we understand this line at this point? Everyone. Seems to agree in one area, but not in another. It says the Gemara, it was talking about something different. It was only talking about the Tvila re- requirement, and it wasn't talking about Kabbalah semitzvos. So it's true, Taka, that when it comes to the Jew, you can have one set of rules, but when it comes to the Ashes Yifas Torah, that is where we have a machlokas. And then our Mishnah doesn't make sense. So only in regards to the mikvah does the Ashes Yifas Torah have to go to the mikvah that everyone agrees to, but the Kabbalah semitzvos remains a machlokas of the Chachamim and Shem and Ben Elonzo. Let's go into the Silgi of Eish Yesifas Torah. We're two-thirds of the way down, 15 lines up or so. Tan Rabbanon, 12 lines up. We know that when one captures this woman in war, he's not allowed to marry her right away. He first has to keep her for 30 days. She's going to weep over her family. We'll see what that means. Is she weeping over her family? Not necessarily. And she also has to be We know it, she has to shave her head. What does it mean that she has to do her nails? So in our parlance, if someone says I need to do my nails, that means that they want to go get a manicure. But what does it mean in this in the language of Khumish? But now says the Gemara, this is a big machlokes tonight, or it's a machlokes tonight. Rabbi Eliezer, Omar Tikochi, she has to cut her nails. Rabbi Akiva says the opposite, Omar Tagdil, let them grow. Remember when we were little kids, they they had in the Guinness Book of World Records yeah, 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 a person yeah, with the longest awesome. nails. So lechora, 30 days is not that much time, but her nails would grow. It's gross a little bit, a little, a little bit. Then you see people in the store who attach nails to their hands that look like they've been growing for 30 days on purpose. Right? So that, I, I, we don't even know what these things mean anymore. But the point here was to make her look less attractive so that his, his decision to marry her is a little bit more of the shame. Okay. Anyways, the Gemars, this is a machlokas. And each of them support their sheets in the following way. i rabbi Eliezer. Namra Asia, and we have precedents in the Torah that it should be talking about removal of hair because we have this uh, over here. And Rabbi Akiva says the opposite. We have a different precedent in the Torah where growing out the hair is what we're looking at and therefore the nails should be brought out. The We have a proof of the sheets of Rabbi Eliezer who was of the opinion that we should cut the nails because he didn't cut his uh, his nails and he did not do his uh, his mustache My he didn't remove them so therefore we see that havara, removing that's what the din is and if we were to pass in the gemara from this way it seems like what we're talking about is that the is that just like she has to shave her head she equally has to remove her nails cut them down how short how long I don't know I don't know I, I don't know I've never seen any halachos on this I'm sure the Rishonim discussed this to some degree the what from the oh it does seem like that there that's true but in the flow of the Gemara it doesn't seem that way yeah. correct Correct. So there you have, to, you have to get into, like, you have to look into, yeah, Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Akiva. That's like the, the yeah. Klalei HaTalmud yeah, at the end of Brachos, the Klalei HaTalmud. I don't know if this is there. I'm just projecting that there's right. going to be something Same. because, and, and also when I, when I'm learning Imurahs and, and teaching them, I, I stick to what I see, right. even and if the friend, yeah, you know, it the seems posture. very strongly well, like Rabbi Eliezer, correct? Right. Yes, Dad. What's the significance of the word beautiful? Because that's a matter of perception. Correct. Uh, what if she's not beautiful, but guy still wants to marry her? I don't mean she looks like a dog, but she's not a Gosh. beautiful cat. She's, she's average looking. Right. Like. I, I, I'm, just of- guessing, I'm just guessing that if she was attractive enough for him to take her, then she has to go through this process. Mm-hmm. That's my hunch. And I don't imagine that if she is significantly ugly, that the rules would be any different. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm just a... Uh, it's, interesting. Interesting. it's an interesting question. It's an interesting description. Really isn't yeah, the other? Rashi defines a Yafas Torah as the Loshaicha B'mitzvos. I don't know if that's like, uh, <laughs> that's what Rashi says two-thirds of the way down. I, I might be misreading this Rashi in its interpretation because it might be a qualification of the Yafas Torah. Not that she isn't beautiful, but to yeah. say that she it she happens to also, she's beautiful, she's also not from. She's also not Jewish. But your your, your fast toar cannot be, for example, an eved kenani who is shayech in Mitzvahs because she has obligations like uh, like any Jewish woman would. So that's not a. It's just, that woman's not subject to these rules. of just a fast tor. She's tor is someone from out of tribe. She's not an eved. She's a total POW from another country. Total supplant. Like she's just not with, not with us. So I don't know. But again, I'm just. Uh, off the cuff, I, I, my my hunch is that if she's appealing enough to you to take her, then these rules probably apply. Bottom line, uh, bottom line of the page. Mem chesemid So It's a double entendre. I didn't mean for that; it just happened. that she has to weep over her father and her mother. Machlokes is this literal or not? Top of mem chesemid Rabbi Eliezer, Aviha, Aviha Ima, Ima Mamish. She's gonna. You, you took her from her homeland, her parents. She doesn't know what's with them. She said. And we have to give her 30 days. Rabbi Kiva Omer, no. So that's a discussion as to whether or not we say that Aviyah is a reference to her actual parents versus the Avodas uh, Kochavim that you separated her from. She's dependent on uh, whatever idol she's she was worshiping, and you've, you've kind of plucked her from that environment. So these are the 30 days that she has to mourn, quote unquote, as to what she's lost. What is Yerach Yomimim Yerach? We typically should assume a Yerach is a month where uh, we're lunar Jews by and large. So uh, we, maybe we should assume it's thirty days. So that's this is a machlokas Yerach Yomim Yerach Yomim Shloshim Yom. Says the Gemara Pshem and Allah omer Tishim Yom. How did you get to ninety? Yerach is Shloshim. Yomim is Shloshim. That's sixty. But Achar came another part of the pasuk is Shloshim. Thirty plus thirty plus thirty is ninety. Maskevler Ravina, great question. Ema, maybe I should say. Yerach Shloshim, yamim Shloshim, like you said. But when it says Ve'acharkin, it means equal to the prior 60, not equal to the prior 30. And therefore, it's not 60 days, but it is 120 days. Kihani, just like this, says, Gemar you're right. We don't exactly know how to learn these Pesukim. Uh, but like David said, when you look at the notes of the Rambam, they're typically right. Um, and at least certainly for the Rambam they there. Uh, and uh, he seems to hold 30 days, like the basic shot of the psukim. Back to our about Avodim. We're going to stop with Ish Torah now. Avadim, Malin, Divi Ain We are not, we are allowed to hold in our homes Avodim, who are not Mal. That's a sheet of Shemal. Rabbi Kiva says absolutely not. How then do you understand the pasuk? Omer? The pasuk says, that there has to be resting for your for your maidservant, for your for your in house staff. And as we'll see soon, this pasuk cannot be talking about a Jew. It can only be talking about a non Jew. Only be talking about the Eved, the, the Eved Kanani. Says the Gemara, "Amar No, Rabbi Akiva answers, and it's important to mark this as answer number one. he He says, "No." That Pasuk of Yuna ben Hamasachah, there's new kimta there that we're only talking about someone where I, I hopped up the evid right before Shabbos started. No time to give him a bris. Oh, so if that's the case, what does he have to do on Shabbos? That pasach is only talking about a unique case of an ukimta. But it's not a regular general case of an evid who's long-term staying in your house, who's not out. That's not allowed. So that's how Rabbi Akiva understood this pasach. Everybody seems to say, that when the pasuk says that that uh, the son of your maidservant has to rest, that's talking about everyone seems to agree that it's talking about an evid that isn't mashma, Where do we get this from? So this price is very explicit as to its understanding of this pasuk. Our understanding of this pasuk is that when it says that the son of the maidservant has to rest, is that we're talking about an evet who's uncircumcised. (laughs) You want to say that it's talking about an eved aral. That when the pasuk says vina ben that's what it's talking about. be eved Maybe we should stay, say it's talking about an eved who is mahul. In fact, says the Gemara. No, omer. We have another pasuk. hare eved mahul omer. That pasuk is talking about an eved mahul. Therefore, Hamani ben amasachah. This pasuk cannot be talking about the same kind of eved because the other kind of eved was already discussed. The eved mahul was discussed in the other pasuk. So therefore, the pasuk of v'inafeish ben amasachah must be speaking about. So we've extracted what we need from this, but the b'risa does continue. When the Pasuk says, ger, what are we talking about? Zeh, ger a ger toshav is not a ger tzedek, as we'll see with short, a distinction shortly. This is someone who agrees to no longer do a vodazar. They're kind of partial gerim, not in the process of gerus per se, but at least in their hashkafa, they're no longer worshipping a vodazar. This woman I was on the phone with tonight, I said, are you Jewish? Uh, do you come from uh, the Jewish lineage? And she said, no, no, we're religious Christians, but we believe that the Bible is eternal. I'm like, well, you're certainly right about that piece, <laughs> but you're a goy. I didn't say that part, and no blessings for you. So she said, I, I know that there are discussions that some rabbis wouldn't even perform circumcisions for, uh, for a Christian family. I said, it's a, it is a conversation to be had. So then I this is where I have to like stick it to be super clear. And of course, at the completion of this circumcision, your son will be just as Jewish after the circumcision as he was before, which is just like you, which is Christian. (laughs) So like, let's not have any lack of clarity as to who's who here. You know, she totally understood where I was coming from. And parenthetically, the postgame aren't concerned about this concern when you do a when you do a circumcision for a going. It's quoted in Rahman and The shach deals with it over there about whether or not it's appropriate to do a bris for free for a guy because of losachaneim and some other halachic issues. I have no intention of doing this for free. I, I always send a much more... I'm so from I, I, I charge extra. No, no, I don't charge extra. We see clearly there's three ingredients, and this is what? So oh, yeah. But I don't even do a l'shem gerus because that I'm is sure it's already a b'chil l'shem. I would never do that. Being, how can I go? There's nowhere to make a mistake. But they don't know anything. So like, they may say, Rabbi Karish is my rabbi and my son is a Jew. And then that's not good. So I keep a record that when I do a calendar invite for a yid, it says the Karish family bris. And when I do it for a family that's not Jewish, it's the Smith family circumcision. So if I run a report, which events have the word circumcision in it, those are all the goyim. And the ones that say, Bris, I know that they're a Yid. I checked into their yuchus one way or the other. I need that for me. So in a family, when a Rav calls me and right, says, I'm a Sadr Kedushin in 10 years, you know, the, the kids who are, they're 11 years old, the oldest kids I are sort of 12 years old, whatever. So in 10 years, or like you get a bar mitzvah note, oh, this secular kid in the Northern suburbs, he wants to have his bar mitzvah at our show. We have a requirement that we have to know he's a Yid. So I'll have a record of that to the kids, yeah, or not, or not. So you're the bad cop many times over as a Moa. It's not not all roses, mostly roses, but not all roses. Anyways, where were we? Okay, so that's what the Gemara says that that's a Ger Toshav. And when the Pusik says Ger Toshav, the Gemara, the Brysa questions that. Third of the way down, Memchas and the Be'zata, Omer, Ze Ger Toshav, a Ger Tzedek. How do we know that that Pusik's not talking about a full Ger? Why are you saying it's only a Ger Toshav, says the Gemara? Because another Pusik speaks about Ger Tzedek. Omer begercha, tzedek that Pusik's talking about a Ger Tzedek. Hagir. what then is used by the extraneous word of Ehager? says the Gemara. By definition, we have no other choice. By process of elimination, that word must be talking about Ger Toshav. Halfway down, another Am Levi. Eved Min Ha'akum V'lo Let's say that you are purchasing an Eved from a non-Jew and the Eved, understandably, doesn't want to go through circumcision. So the halacha is Megalge. We uh, push it off a little bit. We give him a little bit of time to kind of change his mind. Let me show you what it's like living in my house. I'll take good care of you. And maybe you'll have a brist down the road. She has up to 12 months. If you are unsuccessful in convincing this man to get a circumcision after 12 months, first of all, call me. And then when you're done with that, you have to sell him back to a guy. If you can't convince him to get the bris, lo de rab papa. They were telling this uh, story of of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi this psaka Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi over to over to Rabbi Papa, and he says, "Kiman? It must be de loker Rabbi Akiva. Why is this not like Rabbi Akiva? Because what did Rabbi Akiva say earlier? Di Akiva Amar ein Mekayman. He already said above. We don't we don't keep Aurel avadim." In our homes, we don't do that, so this certainly can't be him. So says the Gemara, that's not true. Amar luhu Rav Papa, remember this was being said in front of Rav Papa, he said, no, you're wrong. That's if he said categorically, there's a 0% chance I'm ever going to have a, a circumcision, no way, no how, don't buy me, I'm not going to do it, I refuse. However, but if at any point he said, all right, uh, yeah, I'll consider it. And then you hire him or buy him. And then he's like, ah, I got cold feet. I'm, I'm nervous. I don't want to do it. So that's different. That's when we give the 12 months. And therefore, this brysa could even be according to Rabbi Akiva. Omer um, of Kahana. Rav Kahana says, This whole misa was repeated in front of, or the question and the answer, uh, was repeated in front of Rav Zvid. Omar. Um, Amarli, if this is true, Amarli Rabbi Akiva Belokech Evad Benashmashos, Lishno de Lishni Lei, hi. Why above did Rabbi Akiva give the answer of this strange ukimta that it was uh, Ben Ashmasho right before Shabbos and we weren't sure? Why did you have to go with that ukimta? Give over this ukimta that no, he initially said yes, and then he said no. Why did, they're both viable answers to answer up the brisa from above. Why did we choose to use different answers? Says the Gemara, you could have used either one. Chadimichuaytaimakama. Either one. Both of the answers were. Okay, so now we've seen two possible answers to the Rabbi Akiva world. Answer number one was the ukimta that the reason why we're, this uh, Pasuk is speaking about this one uh, Evid is because we bought him right before Shkia, there was no time to do a bris halachically speaking, so he got pushed off. And the second answer was this one, which is that uh, uh, was that he had initially said that he would, and then he changed his mind. Next, says the Gemara, first long line, all connected. He sent the following. Rabo Sai, all of my rabbis taught me Mishmo in his name. Ezu who is an Evid that is uncircumcised, that's permissible to keep in your house. He bought him on condition that he would not need a bris. These guys are bartering all the right things. I'm happy to be your Rebbe. I'm not happy to go through the procedure. So says the Gemara, And similarly, they brought this in front of Rab Papa. And uh, they said, who is this like? It must be the Loka Rabbi Akiva. Rab Papa, it can't be like it's Rabbi Akiva because the Rabbi Akiva ha-amar in So, Amar the Hu, Papa, you're not right. I could even make this story just like Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva, Hanimili. When the, when when no condition was made, so that's when Rabbi Akiva says you're not allowed to hold on to an ever orel. But if in fact there was a condition that was made, okay, then Rabbi Akiva would embrace the condition. So you got to know your game. It's like it's like uh, you know not knowing the terms and conditions. But if you know the terms and conditions, you know how to dance through all the paperwork. So Rabbi Akiva said, she said, "Okay, if you make a condition, great. If you don't, don't." Now Amar of Kahana very similar lay of the story, because there was obviously some, this is where we learned some historical notes, where somebody went from her papa's base medrash to Rav Zvid's base medrash in Narada, so this is where the historians kind of draw their dotted maps, like we know the people were going back and forth in the times of Rav Kahana, that's what the Gemara would pick up here, anyways, they brought this mice in front of Rav Kahana and the Amarli he said, I ki Rabbi Akiva lishni Leh ha, why didn't he give this answer? This is also a great answer. Oh, that was where he didn't make a condition. That's where the Akiva says no, but when there is a condition, it's mutter. Why didn't you say that? Says the Gemara. You have three possible answers. You yeah, have the answer that we started with about bainash Mashos. Answer number two is Pascal, and then he changed his mind. And answer number three is the one that we just said now, which is that you made a condition. Says the All of them are valid answers. There are three possible answers, all of them are valid. This is very unique that all of them are valid because usually, as learners, when we see two different answers, we ask ourselves, Lemaynaf Kamina, what's the difference between the answer of Ben versus the answer of the T'Nai versus the answer of Lopaska? And we could, on our own, without any Rishonim, come up with significant distinctions. Yet here, the Gemara embraces all three of those answers as valid, very, very unique. Okay. Uh, last uh, two sigas for the night. We're going to go to the last word on the page. It says the Gemara, three fourths of the way down, eight lines into the wide lines. Rav Bar Papi, VeRav Ami, VeRav Akila, All of them were on the porch of Rav <Hebrew> Yitzchak They were talking about the following. <speaking in Hebrew> there was one particular community in Eretz Yisrael. V'lo They kind of banded together. All of the men are like, "Okay, we'll work for you, but we absolutely, categorically refuse to get circumcised." They held on to them for 12 months, per the halacha that we learned above, that you can hold on to them for 12 months. And they ended up uh, returning the sale. They went back to the Akum and they sold them, probably at a loss. Kiman, who is this like? Says the Gemara, it's Ki Hai like the author of the following Brisa, which says, like the Brisa we saw above, that if you buy an eved from a non-Jew and he doesn't want to have a b'raisa, then we hold on to him for 12 months. That's what the Tanakhama holds. Reb ben Elazar adds to this, Omer, he says, they have You're not allowed to keep them at all. Get out, no no permission at all. Why? Because we have a Din that a goy is going to be Mutame things, no matter what. doesn't matter, uh, Erlich, not, it doesn't matter. We assume they're Tame, and if they touch any of the towers, it's going to be a problem. If there's a city that's close to a border city, Sapar was a city that was like the city up against the line, up against the border. So then there, there, we for sure don't let any of the Avadim there because you might go tell some private secrets of the country. Uh, security secrets, whatever, or where where the money is held, whatever it is, where that we're afraid of, or we were afraid of in that time at least. Last brisa for the day, a sensitive brisa. Why is it that those who are converts, bisman uh, hazen, our time? This is a brisa, so this is two thousand years ago. This is a long. This is not even Amorim, This is before that. But in that period of time, why is it that they were meunen from the word inui? Uh, that they were suffering but he certainly they would go through uh, tribulations. Because in their in their previous halachic life, before they were a yid, they were not mekayim the sheva b'nei Says the Gemara, that's not fair. Omer, That, that he, he's a he's got a fresh clean slate. You can't hold a cloud over him for what he was before. That's not right. Therefore, he gives a different answer. Rabbi says Okay, a lot of the halachos that we know, we know them viscerally, even if we don't know them with Mari McComas. Uh, you put up your pinky during, uh, okay, it's not a din. you don't have to do that. I'm just saying that we know a lot just from being around the culture. We're, 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 we're acculturated to halacha in many cases. I don't know what this means. I would have thought the exact opposite, but uh, the Gemara says that at that time that they were doing this out of ahava instead of, out of Yira, Rashi says, two lines from the bottom, and Maybe when they were going through the process, they the, the fear of heaven was instilled into them, as they say. Maybe the fear of Gehennam was instilled into them. But Afal there should have also been a beauty that drew them to Yiddishkeit. That was like the Rashi we saw yesterday that Halavai, that I should be Zoha, to be Mishtate, from the Tzara of Klal I, I know how we look at, uh, at people who convert, which is that you are very impressive. You, you've given up culture A for culture B. One's uh, more free, one's more restrictive, and that's beautiful. Good for you. So that's his answer. Others say that they delayed, they were not bizrizus uh, in regards to their decision from, yes, I know that the Torah is emes, to actually converting now remember we don't proselytize and we still have the same checks and balances of the conversion process don't you know that the jews are and the segufim and all the other words you learned yesterday don't you know don't you know don't you know we do go through the process but once you know the torah's ms you need to make a beeline for for conversion it says the gemara where do we see this from we see it from Rus. It says that you are a bus, that you showed up, you arrived, you came to this point. And the Meforshim explained take a look at Rashi, Asherbos, that you went quickly and you did not go slowly. So there is this um, moment of clarity that when a person is becoming more and more aware of Yiddishkeit, that once they cross the threshold of, I know this is MS. No more dilly-dallying. It's time to go. we got to make sure that these people get converted, and we should welcome them with all of the psukim and all the full sensitivities that speak about the need to love a gear. We'll stop right here, wishing you all a beautiful night.